Welcome to the Nifty Chicks. In this episode, we chat with Jules Dudko, founder of the leading creative agency for Web3 marketing, Frequency. She takes us through the top three things you should focus on if you're looking to build your brand in the Web3 space, the changes she and her company have made to evolve in this ever-evolving NFT and AI-focused world, and the impact she's looking to have on the people of Ukraine through the power of education. Let's do this. Welcome to the Nifty Chicks. We are excited to have Jules Dudko with Frequency here today. Welcome to the show, Jules. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. Yeah, so I am excited to speak with you today. I feel like uh, we have a lot in common because Frequency is all about uh, marketing and bringing people into NFTs and into the future. So tell me, just give us a little bit of your background and and how you got started in this space. I mean, it was was an interesting journey. Uh, When I was 18 years old, uh, that was during the time when Instagram had been released. And so I thought there was something really interesting about being able to have an audience and be a brand ambassador. And so during university, I was playing out with Instagram and Twitter, and I quickly realized that being an ambassador and building brands from the content creator perspective was going to be something that was going to be a game changer. And um, I did that for a couple of years. I amassed a quarter of a million followers rather organically in like 2012, 2013, which was at the time where blogging wasn't very cool. And I remember specifically when Instagram had announced its algorithm change that I freaked out so much. I was like 21 or 22 and I had realized that I can't put all my eggs in my basket. And, you know, then COVID happens and life happens. And I'd always had this sort of agency model in the back of my mind. And when I had stumbled upon blockchain and Web3 and the fact that you had ownership and you were able to monetize and create communities that were truly yours, I was so for me, it was really empowering because knowing that, you know, what creators went through and knowing what we go through as entrepreneurs, I was like, this is something that regardless of the news or the news cycles, this technology is not going away. And so I had founded Frequency in early 21. And we really are the agency for the next internet. We focus on Web3, we focus on AI, we focus on emerging technology. And for us, we believe storytelling is a really powerful tool to be able to convey emotions and ideas. And we do that to convey campaigns and strategies that resonate on the same frequency. Very That's cool. amazing. So, I love that. Yeah. So tell us, um, I, I know like on your website, you've got, um, you know, who you're working with. I see uh, tree trunk who I'm familiar with. Um, I feel like we Gen of T, I feel like we've attended events uh at nft nyc that they were hosting um yes we had a part of it actually we came on as frequency to work with the tree trunk and consensus mesh team to be able to empower creators and of course given my background i was all over it like a cheap suit Mm -hmm. i i really (laughs) felt that the new the new you know the contract 
the way that royalties were able to be distributed to creators, the way that it was able to just function in a way that I think OpenSea at the time wasn't having that conversation. I know the royalty conversation is happening now, but they were way above their, before their time. And Serena, which was one of the founders, was a lovely founder, and I'd worked directly with her in terms of the marketing uh, to really even help with NFT New York City event. You know, we pulled together all of the wonderful um, artists like Maddie Mo, the most famous artist, uh, Julie Pacino. We had a crypto jeweler and several others. And so it was a really great time to be able to see how quickly creators had responded to a need to be able to protect them. You know, um, I am not a marketing genius, that is for sure. That is Minty Cell's expertise and, of course, yours. Um, But I imagine, and we've had a few guests in the space already, and I would imagine the challenge um, is really around, you know, we're, we're still, I feel like, marketing in general is still like learning how to attract the people that you're trying to attract in like old school way. And then you add web three to the next like level. I would imagine the shift that you have to do is like the things that work in web two, I'm guessing don't work in web three. Um, It's a totally different kind of people that you're attracting. Talk to me about like the shift that you've had to do in your like kind of developing and evolving your expertise in the web two space into web three like that what was that transition like that's a really great question and before i dive in jen i think you're a rock star on your own right so i think you have an incredible (laughs) experience that i'd be happy to have uh with your background so honored to be able to speak to you about this Um, but it's a really great question in terms of how does web three translate uh from web two And we covered this actually in the um, conference that I was speaking at in South by was Create and Cultivate sponsored by MasterCard. And there was a lot of questions about how does Web3 look for small businesses or people that want to transition. And for me, I think from the individual standpoint, it's empowering when you're coming in and you know that you can protect your data. But it's also really scary when you're a brand and you're used to using all this big ad tech and you're running all these crazy numbers and you're having at this point now AI machines basically creating strategies for you. And so very early on when we came in, you know, when when we were signing our clients in the very beginning, I said, hey, we're here in the trenches together. We have tried and true methods because our team has a deep understanding of creators, pop culture, tech, um, you know, influencers, which, which is creators, but ultimately like being able to build all these programs out. And I told them that we're going to be using these methods with our experience, but we're going to be applying them into the unknown. Right. And so a lot of the time when people came in and it said it was new, they were like, sure, let's experiment. And that's why I love the space is that AB testing was so encouraging. Agile marketing and agile approaches were so welcome. Right. And I think especially with anonymous wallets and anonymous names and people not really giving their data, I think it's a great time to be able to take out the best of Web2, bring in sustainability and kind of mend it together to try to understand how do we make marketing happen without stealing people's data? How do we you know, create ad tech? And I think we're seeing it now with a couple of things have been popping up is that people are becoming more innovative in more sustainable ways. Hmm. Oh, that's like all fascinating stuff to me. <laughs> I don't know how you guys do it. 
Uh, so I'm, I have, I'm curious, I would love to hear your thoughts on, you know, what is happening right now, like just announced um, the IRS is talking about like 28% um, taxes on NFTs. And then in addition, like what is happening with the quote unquote influencers and being charged with, you know, promoting, how are you guys navigating that with, you know, the people that you're working with? That's a, that's, I think, an interesting topic <laughs> that I'm just going to touch on briefly because I'm not an uh, accounting whiz. But, you know, I always, I always say what I always say on this topic is we as a civilization and as humans have never really lived without regulation. And we live in a wonderful country that gives us the privilege to wake up and do whatever we want. And so, you know, yeah, it's annoying that that's happening. I don't understand the intricacies of why that is. But I think just looking at the bigger picture of the opportunities and what we have, you know, there's no such thing as a free lunch. And I think if we look at what's happening in Ukraine, I, I am Ukrainian born, but I am a U.S. citizen. You know, it's peace is not an, a right. You know, a lot of people can't wake up and have coffee, even if they were paying their taxes. And so I think it's given me sort of a different lens of looking at everything is that we are, you know, we are very lucky to be able to buy a JPEG and make money off of it and then pay taxes on it. True. I like that stance. I like that stance a lot. Um, so talk to me about kind of what your, so the, the recent couple of years have been actually really 12 months has been a little bit different than what the previous 12 months had looked like. And um, talk to me about kind of what changes you've made in the last couple of months, given kind of the market and the hype that used to be and is now kind of you're dealing with skeptical people. Talk to me about what you've done in the last kind of couple of months to kind of navigate the new world that we're living in today. I think I'm probably one of the only people that welcome this time and not in the fact of layoffs because it's, it's, it's very terrible that many people are losing their jobs. But to me, it should be hard to make $10 million, right? Mm. Getting a mint to sell out in five minutes and getting $10 million isn't sustainable. And so, you know, at some point, I don't think it's this big shock that there was a little bit of a bubble burst, right? It was expected. I think we needed it. I think we needed to get people who were truly serious about the space who want to keep building and innovating. And when we're looking around, you know, even when clients would call us, my number one thing was KYC. You know, people would give us crazy deals and try to get us to like launch their projects in three days. And I said, one, I'm not a magician. <laughs> And two, it's just something we're not interested in because it's very clear when somebody has a long-term lens and they're a founder who's going to build through the good and bad and the people who just come in for the free lunch. Hmm. Yeah. So I, I'm curious what you see for the future. Like what, what, is, what do you think is going to happen in this space, let's just say in the next 12 months? I mean, undoubtedly, artificial intelligence and machine learning is going to be so prevalent in everything that we do, including NFTs. I had recently been published on Benzinga about a keynote that I'm actually presenting at NFT New York City. And it, it oh, just great. kind of happened. 
in a, a commotion, but I was looking at AI and I was looking at the problems that creators were having now with AI, kind of having the same problem of having art being exploited and having, you know, all of their, ta like their likeliness being scrubbed and created within seconds. And so in my mind, I'm like, hey, obviously AI has lots of use cases. Blockchain is still looking for some use cases. And so I kind of just been, you know, writing an idea piece and a thesis about the fact that AI could solve, or I'm sorry, blockchain could solve AI's problems by basically creating perhaps new type of smart contracts where you work directly with the founders of the AI, integrating it within the AI system. So for example, you know, when someone says, hey, I want to create a finance strategy like Jen, Jen gets a kickback royalty every single time her name is mentioned. And I don't know anyone that's doing it, and I encourage them if they do. I haven't done much research into that, but that has been an interesting way that I think both of the spaces could coexist and grow together. I like that. This is um, curious if, you know, in your world, how are you? We just actually talked about this in one of our most recent episodes on like this whole massive boom of AI and really. Um, how advantageous it can be, but also how scary it can be and freaky it can be. Um, I'd be curious, like in your day-to-day, -day, give us a peek as to like what types of tools you're using, what type of AI you're using in your day-to-day -day that makes your life easier. It's funny because on our website, we always put that, you know, we take human genius and artificial intelligence and that's what makes us achieve greatness. And for me, when I look at AI, I always think about it when in Mad Men, they bring the big computer and everyone starts mm -hmm. freaking out that the big computer is going to take everyone's jobs. And I, I understand the power of AI and I understand it's so much more than hardware at the time uh, that that show was portraying. But to me, it's very collaborative. And in a culture where everything is you know, faster, easier and better, it is it's impossible to keep up with the capacity of even all the data sets. Uh, I read in a book that, you know, a social media or internet minute has so many numbers and metrics continuously moving that it's physically impossible to comprehend that as a human. And so we need collaborative machines to just help us make better statistical choices. So to me, I see, you know, both sides of the coin and, um, you know, I really think it could be something that if we can really put limitations, again, in terms of regulations of how we can or cannot be used, it could be really wonderful for us to achieve something that we can't otherwise do without it. Mm. Yeah. I mean, we were just talking about like the the power of ChatGPT, which is uh, both Minty Cell and I are, are new to the AI space and still trying to feel our way, way around. But um she was using it for some of the Twitter posts and it's just like, it's so fast and so amazing what it's able to kind of put together. And in it, at just, I mean, I'm literally blown away. I, in fact, I literally have chat GPT up on my screen all the time and just random thoughts in my head. I plug it in to just see right. kind of what it produces, like whether it's kind of like an article or suggestions or questions I should be asking. It's just, I mean, it's a game changer in like just this one specific thing. And then um, I know there's there's so many awesome things like note taking and it's it's been really fun to explore that world and to see kind of how how we can use it, Mindy Sill and I can use it in just our day to day um, and make our lives easier. But 
Very it's cool. just refreshing, refreshing mind. For some reason, it's not showing my history, though. I don't know why. Uh, it's temporarily unavailable, so I can't show. But it's, it's just, it's amazing to me, like how there's there's so many uses for it. Like we did a we did a Valentine's Day like last minute ideas, and we were playing around with like. Um, tell us, like, give me a love story, um, of, you know, like for, to, to share with your significant other. And I mean, that's obviously just like one use, but I like Jen of T mentioned, I've been using it for, you know, like I'll do recaps of our, our news stuff and have it like, write me, write me a little intro. And it's like, I could write that, but why spend that time when I can put it in a chat GPT and I can have something back in seconds and I don't have to use that brain power for, you know, just a little summary. So, yeah. And I imagine it's only going to get faster and better and easier and like, it will learn what, you know, what we like. So. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. The prompts are really interesting times. Yeah. 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 Um, One of the, uh, one of the, the things that I've been kind of toying in my head as we explore how to continue building our brand ourselves is like, what are some of the things that we should be thinking about or any of our listeners who are, you know, fairly new to the space or wanting to kind of build their own brand? What would you say like their kind of top three things that they should be focusing on over the next uh, couple of months? as it pertains to building a brand in the Web3 space? It's a really good question. Three things that people can focus on that are coming in as newbies or they've been existing in the space. Ooh, uh, let's go with newbies. I feel like all of us are technically newbies. Yeah, <laughs> there's no such thing as a quote unquote expert. In the exactly. Um, uh, I mean, the first thing I would I would say is, of course, education. I think if you're coming in as a newcomer, there's just so many different rabbit holes you can go down. And I think kind of picking your niche and sticking to it. Of course, you can go from NFTs to metaverses. There's also DeFi and gaming and other sectors that I think everyone has a specific voice. Um, I think the second thing is really diving into a... Uh, into groups or a community. I think right now at this point, there's so many local local events happening. There's telegrams. You can, you know, Google is your best friend, I think, in terms of being able to get plugged in. And I think before you sort of establish a brand, you need to build roots and you need mm-hmm. to be present because if you are going to be, for example, a founder of a company, you as the founder are in charge of everything, including sales and networking, et cetera, et cetera. And so the one thing we always tell founders of frequency is you have to be your own personal brand along with the brand because the brand can speak and yes, it can have its own voice, but people work with people. So I think coming in and really trying to like understand where you want to live and the people you connect with. And I'm of course a big believer in energy. That's why the company is called frequency. And I believe people really connect when you go out there and you have an intention. And so, you know, wonderful things can happen when you walk into a room and magic happens. And the third thing would be, you know, before coming in and, you know, really taking off, for example, if you want to do an NFT project or you want to be a 
KOL or you just want to kind of want to be able to be part of a community that's bigger, I think really diving in and not even, you don't really have to even buy into NFT projects. I think at this point, founders and communities encourage participation so much to be able to um, build alongside founders, even without being project founders. And now there's all these tools for like lending and having access to different communities without that. And of course, I think, you know, the last thing I'd say is having a voice, um, saying your truth is always going to be so important in this world. And, I, you know, this is another thing we had about the AI, AI conversation is will AI take over? But, you know, we all have souls and we're human beings and we have something to say. And I'm a big believer that some things have to be said by a specific individual. And so if you have that thought and you have that vision of doing something, that's the world telling you that you should be following that path, you know? Oh man, that's amazing. I asked for three and I got four and I really like that. Four <laughs> I, <know. one>. <laughs> I love it. That's great. So, so I just want to go back to education because that is something that you are currently working on um, since you are, you know, native Ukrainian and just tell us a little bit about what you're doing to to help ukrainians and and what you're building there yeah it's a cause that uh has been close to my family my father has been involved uh with charities since the conflict had started a, a little over a year ago and i was in dc and i had connected with several people um including um alexei goncharenko who is a ukrainian parliament member he had founded Goncharenko centers that were originally educational centers and were then converted into free education centers and volunteer centers for kids, uh, children and military personnel who wanted to learn, you know, basic um, school education and even English. And so I came in and I said, you know, how can I help? I believe blockchain was created for something like this because the central system is broken. And he said, look, I'm a politician. I don't understand blockchain, but whatever you want to do, like, you know, you have my blessing and I'll give you the resources. And so we've been, you know, coming in with several uh, Web3 partners and it's a community initiative. It is a social impact initiative. It's not a new company. And we're basically acting as a facilitator, just passing over resources to the center and to the directors to be able to create a coding one-on-one class. So that zero to one point where anybody can come in and understand how do you code, what is blockchain, and then at that point, if they wish to move on to a more advanced school process, we're also building that out as well. And then ultimately, we want to empower people to be able to get jobs outside the country if they are unwilling to do so. And as we all know, education is one of the strongest tools to empower communities and individuals just you know at the basic level. So we've basically come together to create Liberty Labs, which is sort of this, you know, community movement to be able to create a more just world. Love that. Um, where, where can we find that? Is that, what's the website or? How do we um, well, honestly, because we've, we don't have much resources. We basically put together a Twitter account and we okay. have an email and a Google form where people can sign up and be, mentors, they can donate to a public blockchain wallet, they can also um, come in and like, if you know, education, we're always welcoming people who want to be professors or teachers. 
So it's definitely something that we're putting together on the fly because we don't have six months to do, you know, traditional, traditional BD and traditional um, uh, plans for education. So it's been a lot of people coming together, giving, you know, an hour of their time and really compounding that to make something beautiful. Awesome. I have to say we, um, I have a, a good friend who uses an entire team and he's been using them for like, I mean, probably like six or seven, maybe even eight years now, an entire team over in Ukraine for building their websites and coding. And just like you were mentioning, and like the talent over there is amazing. Those, those humans are awesome and amazing. And it's, and it's been devastating to hear all that they're going through and they had to, to um, flee Ukraine and just kind of living vicariously through them has been, it's just been, I mean, hugely emotional. Um, and so it's that that topic is close to home. They have they they've got in, incredible talent over there, and uh, so anybody who's looking for coders definitely seek some talent over in in Ukraine. They're amazing. Yeah, I, I've also learned you know having chats with teams and and people that are, you know were working on the dev team uh, that every single person I knew had a Ukrainian dev or had worked with them, mm-hmm. and they all had nice things to say. So the you know Ukrainian devs are definitely a big part of the Web three ecosystem. For sure, yeah, definitely. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for being here today. And then um, any parting, you know, final thoughts, words of advice, and then also what's the best way to connect with you? I mean, I would say you know anyone trying to enter into the space or doing something is just be bold and courageous. This space right now has no blueprint. And if you want to mold and shape the future internet and the next generation of tools, I think, you know, everyone is welcome to has good intentions. Uh, Who has good (laughs) intentions? I like that. (laughs) I mean, we're we're all just here trying to make the world better for ourselves. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) I guess uh, you can follow me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at Jewels on the Daily. And Frequency's website is Frequency.com. Frequency with no Y because we help you find your Y. And that's also... Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, Frequency across uh, all of our social um, has just been our, has been our handle. Oh, that's so good. That's so cute. Yeah. Well, thank awesome. you so much for joining us. This is awesome. Um, yeah, we will uh, definitely, anyone who's listening... Be sure to check them out. Um, what, what you guys are doing is is awesome, and uh, I'm really excited to see how you guys kind of uh, continue on your journey over the next 12 months. As I think we're all anticipating what what the Web3 space looks like today is going to look different tomorrow. Is going to look different than a month from now. And so, watching you guys evolve, what you guys do, I think is going to be fun to, to see. Well, tomorrow is always better, right? So true. Thank you for having me. Thank you. So Jen FT, I just loved that conversation with Jules. She's amazing. And I'm so excited that we're going to, or that we had the opportunity to chat with her in New York at NFT NYC. And we were able to, you know, support each other. And um, I just, you know, I, that's one of the, the, best things I think about being in NFTs is just 
the ability to meet people in real life at conferences and, you know, just be there to support each other and, you know, build those relationships and communities. So a hundred percent, you know, it's so amazing. Like we get to meet these incredible people in, you know, virtually like a lot Mm -hmm. of these, uh, people and guests that we've had on our podcast, we've never met in person. And so it's really nice to have that in-person component. Um, and it was great to see Jules and then to have her on the show, I think was, was really awesome. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, I mean, what she's doing, it's, it's, I mean, I just can't, can't get enough of the people that are in the space because I feel like they're always not only like trying to focus on build something like impactful in the world, but to have like a component of, I mean, just her heart in the, the, you know, focus on the education in Ukraine is just like an mm-hmm. added layer for me to like love her even more. It's just like right. these, these humans in the space are not only impressive and like, you know, really doing some incredible things in the space, but then to like add the component of like just deep care for one another is just like, that's what I love about the space. It really attracts these, these unique people who have such a, a drive to make the world a better place. So she is a perfect example of that. Yeah. I love that. So, um, speaking of, you know, as, as you all, all of our lovely listeners know, um, that is our goal is to, you know, educate and expertise and um, just help people learn what NFTs are and make their lives better. And so we would love it if you would, you know, of course, subscribe and share out the Nifty Chicks so that more people can can become aware of NFTs and and just learn, right? So you do that by sharing out the podcast and, you know, letting your friends and family know about the Nifty Chicks. And so you can do that at the Nifty Chicks. That's at the Nifty, N-I-F-T-Y, Chicks, C-H-I-C-K-S. That's right. And as always, thank you so much for listening to the Nifty Chicks. Always remember, invest in yourself because you are worth it. Please listen carefully to the following disclaimer. Neither the host nor the guests of the Nifty Chicks podcast are acting in the capacity of financial advisors. We wish to remain transparent and impartial to the NFT community at all times, and therefore, the content provided by the Nifty Chicks hosts and guests are intended for general information purposes only. Nothing written or discussed by the Nifty Chicks hosts and guests should be construed or relied upon as investment, financial, legal, regulatory, accounting, tax, or similar advice. Nothing should be interpreted as a solicitation to invest in any cryptocurrency or NFT, and nothing herein should be construed as a recommendation to engage in any investment strategy or transaction. Please be advised that it is in your own best interest to consult with investment, legal, tax, or similar professionals regarding any specific situation and any prospective transaction decisions. You must do your own research when considering investing in cryptocurrencies or NFTs. We are simply sharing our journey with you as we learn more about the world of NFTs. Happy minting.